Welcome back to Pop Culture Prisoner. I'm your host, Dipti, and today I am here with my Beverly Hills guest, Haley Kaiser. Welcome to the podcast again, Haley. Twice in one week. No, four times in two weeks. I'm oh my that. God. Hello. Hello. We are going to talk about uh, the latest episode of Beverly Hills, which just aired last night. And um, I cannot believe that it is not the season finale next week. How many freaking episodes are there? It is. I don't know. But um, before we get into the episode, just want to say a quick word from our sponsor, Legally Addictive Foods. Legally Addictive is the most delicious cracker cookie you will ever have in your life. I actually guarantee it. I'm not giving you your money back if you don't think so. But but they are fantastic and they come in the most amazing flavors, including an everything flavor, a peppermint flavor, a churros flavor, and the OG flavor. And it's like chocolate and toffee on a graham cracker and the perfect amount of sea salt. It is insane. And actually, I just got to taste their prototype. They're making a new chocolate bar. And OMG, it is so good. I was freaking out dying. I tried the peppermint chocolate bar. And wow, they're going to launch those like at some point uh, this fall, maybe. Maybe in winter. I don't know. But look out for that. Anyways, as listeners of the podcast, you can get 10% off your order. Go to Legally Addictive Foods and put in the code POP10. That's P-O-P, like pop culture prisoner. So POP10 for the code, get 10% off. And now let's get to our episode. Haley. Yes. Um, how, How'd you feel about this one? Well, I literally just finished watching it and I didn't take notes in the last scene, but I was screaming inside and I cannot wait to talk about what it feels like to be a 50-year-old mother putting your 89-year-old, 82-year-old baby in dementia care. Like, give me a fucking break. Rinna being like, I'm I'm a mother. I know what that would feel like. I'm like, he's not your child. He's nobody's child. His parents have been dead. He's like 80-something years old. He's been stealing from actual people who have actual problems for 40 years. What in the fuck? Like, I was... I could not. I was like, are these people for real? And I think the fact that uh, Kyle just sat there silently was like, she knew. She knew. She knew that she was like, I don't want to get too deeply into this conversation because other people, he actually stole from a lot of people. And we all actually know that that's the truth. And so Mm -hmm. being real sympathetic, I'll be slightly sympathetic to my friend, but I'm not going to go the Rinna route of like all in of like, oh, I get it. I get it. Oh, poor Tom. It's like, no. You're totally right. You read that whole scene correctly. Kyle is just like, as we know from the dinner party of Mauricio Dream, mm-hmm. okay, like she thinks that Erica is like knowledgeable or whatever. Like there's terrible stuff and she is not 100% on Erica's side. No. And and so, but Rinna, this just, mostly for me, it just highlighted, every episode just highlights what a monster Rinna is. Because mm-hmm. I keep thinking back to the fact that she will go after Denise Richards for hooking up with someone. Like, make it her life's mission last season to do that. But she stands so firmly by Erica Jane. And and tear down, and I'm sorry, everybody can say what they want about LVP, but Rinna 
going and and Kyle going after LVP over a fucking pound dog and yes. like that was so ridiculous meanwhile the woman has lost her mother her brother like is suffering right. and struggling and they're like coming for her like that like Brenna is a bad person I'm sorry I think she's a bad person I think she has like sold her soul for like fame and money and her hustle has turned her into like an evil person. Like she can't see what's right or wrong anymore or being good or bad. She's just like, I got to make a TV show and I'm going to be dramatic. I'm going to be my soap opera self and like push people around and push this to, to make a show. And it's like, no, you're like a bad person who is actually like hurting real people. I don't, I don't like her at all. I think she's a sucky bitch. I think you're right. Like, because you know that my struggle with Rinna has been like, is this just for the show? Like, or is she really this bad? How is Harry with her? But like, you just made a very compelling case for like, she might just be a really bad person IRL. I think she just got twisted by like the desire to be like yes. the desire to be famous, the yes. struggle to make it in Hollywood. And. But Haley, she already made it. She is like well into her fifties. I mean, like made it. She has enough money. She's a working actor. She has her QVC line. Like she's doing fine. She is doing what Rinna wants to do. It's not like she has aspirations to be Meryl Streep. You know, I'm sure she does have aspirations to be Meryl Streep. That's probably why she got into acting. Like she and she didn't really make it. She never made it beyond like soap opera star level, and that fizzled out in the late nineties. Like. She's making money. She's a hustler, but I doubt you. I doubt for one second that she didn't want to be like Nicole Kidman, Meryl Streep level, uh, Kate Winslet level actress. Of course she did. Isn't that what everybody wants on some level? They want to be like respected at the highest level for their craft. And maybe she gets that that's not who she is, but. So she's going all in on. Yeah, but I would bet that at some point in her life she was disappointed to like come to the realization (laughs) that she was never going to make it beyond Melrose Place or whatever. But still, like, I think, like, that doesn't mean that she should go become evil on The Real Housewives. I truly think that she's gotten all twisted in her head and she is just warped at this point and she's in too deep and she's. But she has always been this manipulative crazy. Yeah, but was she this? Yeah, she has, though. I don't know. I think, though, she sort of got rewarded for it in the beginning. Like, people were like, ooh, we love Rinna. We love what she's bringing to the show. And now people just hate her because she's such a caricature. She's so, ooh, you're so angry. And like, own it. Is there anything in that that you can own, Garcelle? Like, all that. Now people are just like, oh, my God, we want to stab you. Shut up. You're horrible. Like... Nobody really wants to stab anybody. Allegedly. Allegedly, we want to stab allegedly. you. <laughs> We're going to be talking a lot about alleged events. Um, to tie this into the beginning of the episode, actually, what I was really annoyed by when they're doing the, like, getting ready montage or, like, they're getting to Kyle's house to get to go to Del Mar where Kathy Hilton is hosting everyone for a girl's trip. And Rinna would not shut up mm-hmm. about how much – for luggage she has and I know that's a trope fine but then like she was like it's like the camping it's like with the camping and it's like Rinna so excessively tries to do like 
like she tries to like bring back to previous things that have happened with her character and it's one of my like and I know you agree like it's just mm-hmm. one of my least favorite things housewives do like just let the glory of the moment live on and like without bringing it up nonstop. but she has to like refer to that to like remind everyone how crazy and funny she yeah. is and I'm like okay Rena, we get it um but Agreed. one last thing I want to say about the beginning is Dor- Kathy FaceTimes Dorit and Dorit's bitching about Garcelle and the producers do a like time lapse thing. And I understand that like, well, and Kathy's not really listening. Yeah. And you know, what it was kind of entertaining to see that. But um, I will say like, if someone's going on and on, like, sure, you have to like, listen to that. But Kathy and Dorit don't go on and on with each other. And I want to say and I know they're just like TV friends. But like, when you're friends with someone, that's a friend thing to do. Like one person is talking about a situation that is very upsetting to them and the friend listens and they talk it out. Like I just, and Dina and I were talking about this recently. We just think that Dorit is getting an extra bad rap for talking a lot. Now, I don't know, maybe she is so excessively annoying in real life with going on and on and on, but on the show, I hadn't noticed that they're like overdoing it now but without I don't know like I just think it was like a bit much to like you're allowed to talk about something that's bugging you I also agree that like it wasn't something that I've noticed before I mean they're making such a big deal about it but it's not something that I've been like oh my god Dorit well you know Dorit like you know her character she's always going on and on But I think that you're right because it is something that they all of them are like, yes. Like whenever she gets called out about every single one of them is like, well, yeah, Dorit, it's true. We have, and I've said something to you about it before and I've said something to you about it before. So I think she does, I think she does just go on and on. And then I think the later in the, um, at the dinner table when Kathy stirs the pot and Dorit starts with her stuff again and Kathy's like, it's just like, my God, here we go again. Can we just let it go? So I think it was just like, and to your point, yes, if something's bothering you, you talk it out with your friends, but even as a friend, you get annoyed from hearing the same thing over and over again. And if your friend tells you about something and then you say you're empathetic and you listen to them a few Mm -hmm. times and then you give them advice to go talk to that other friend about it and then they go talk to that other friend about it and then it's supposedly resolved and then they keep talking about it. You're like, okay, shut up now. Like Like, we're not seeing, basically we didn't see that repetition of it enough. uh We're just seeing them tell us that. So it's a little, it's just harder to like, it's not satisfying to watch them do these funny edits with Dorit talking too much and to like see them making fun of Dorit because like we didn't experience it on our TV screens. Right. And I would say, I feel like the edit with Dorit and Kathy talking was just to try to be funny of like of both of their characters. Look at Kathy who's always doing other things and not paying attention. And then look at Dorit who's always going on and on. It actually didn't seem like that long of a conversation that they had. Right. And Kathy did say and Kathy Kathy said this. Yeah, she said, I'm sorry, I'm gonna be doing I'm gonna be going through my makeup while you talk, okay? Like Oh right. Yeah. And Kathy did ask the whatever. I don't know. 
it's a minute point, but like, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. I just had to bring that up. Okay. Yes. So, um, we get this, I, I do want to say that the whole, you and I are, this are similar and that we're like not falling for Kathy's, you know, tricks of trying to entertain us, but we are yes. still slightly entertained. Although I did agree with her a bunch this episode. Oh. Yeah. Kathy wasn't, no, I was just going to say, I actually enjoyed this purse fiasco i enjoyed watching it go down (laughs) i was like giggling i'm like this is like it's just funny to see kyle exasperated by kathy because kyle's like you guys have no idea what a child my older sister is and we know that kathy's also probably a tyrant so i find that mix that's what i find interesting about kathy I think when she said Kathy's a lot of work, I was like, Kathy is a lot of work. And when Kathy was like the lady, you don't know the woman who's like packing for you and doing, I was like, you are a horrible person. Right. And I believe that she didn't know that. I believe she doesn't too. And yeah. And, and, and Kyle may be a snob and a mean girl and all that stuff, but Kyle knows how things play off on TV. And Mm -hmm. she's like, Oh God. And also I do think that Kyle was probably the one, like I got the sense that Kyle was the one who actually for all of Kyle's faults did try to hold the family together in a lot of ways. And I do think that it was like crushing for Kyle to be like, I mean, even though Kyle did, Thing, like legitimate things to piss her sisters off. Right. I do think it was like crushing to her to be like iced out and of the family and all of that. Right. I mean, they have right. a, such a dysfunctional family. It's like beyond. Beyond. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So, so they get to Del Mar and Erica talks about how no one in the group can understand what she's going through. And while I think that is true, I also think that nobody else in the group has stolen from orphans and widows, so I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how many times I can say that. Like, I am so tired of Erica's constant pleas for sympathy. Like, it is absurd. At this point, I don't remember at what point it came out that we knew that he, that this is, that this, like, alleged stealing was, uh, going on for many more than just like the last few years like right we don't know if we knew i don't think that i don't know when because it was summer it was yeah and it was probably this summer when we found out that it was going on for like yeah so i don't think it's like i don't think they knew but but that is the thing that i'm just watching this going because we do have that information i'm like i don't care if he's got dementia now he stole from people when he was 50 and he had no dementia like right he built his exactly. law firm on a Ponzi scheme. He built right. it that way. Like it was well known throughout Hollywood that mm-hmm. he like owed people money and then he stole from people. Like, but he right. was he had everybody in their pockets. It's just like um, I watched a documentary on like art thieving with um, Army Hammers. Wait, there's a documentary about Army Hammer. His family owned this. Um, Oh, I need to watch it. Let me see what it's called. It's called, like, you can – I watched it, like, I don't know, six months ago, four months ago, something like that. It's his family because they're so rich. Um, They own this – in New York, this, like, super famous art 
gallery that's been around for like 160 years. And I don't know, the the rich grandfather who started Arm & Hammer, he is the one who like purchased this. But then Arm & Hammer's father was like oh, running Arm this. Oh, Arm & Hammer is from Arm & Hammer fame? I did not know that. Yeah. I did not know that. Is that and, why he likes to fake cannibalism or maybe oh, not fake God, cannibalism? So, <laughs> um, so at any rate, this whole thing happened in the... To early 2000s or whatever it was uh-huh. all this like art, like millions and millions of the the art uh gallery sold like millions and millions of dollars of fake like jackson pollock's and knowing the, knowing well they pre- you what they pretend that they didn't know but i think the point that i'm getting at is like the the relation to the tom girardi thing is uh-huh they people people say they didn't know, but it's in everybody's best interest to not know because they're all making millions of dollars off of it. Right. So it's the same thing with Tom Girardi looking the other way. It's like, well, but I'm making millions of dollars off it. So, right. A lot of people were making money off I, of it, tying it all back together. <laughs> and well, yeah, and also like even the other attorneys who were referring him cases who. He wasn't paying after a while. That was like what some of the issue was. But like they were making money too, like in like kickbacks and stuff like that, you know? Mm-hmm, exactly. That's th- So the documentary, if anybody's interested, is called Made You Look. Okay. I think I need to watch that. Thank you, Haley. Um, yes. So then we get this big thing where, so they're sitting at this pop-up picnic at La Jolla Cove on the beach where it looked very cold. And, um, Kyle's okay first of all Erica goes into the fact that she was called a liar she was called a liar and that's her trigger and we've discussed this before fuck off Erica but anyways okay so Erica will lose her shit if if the word liar comes up and Kyle doubles down she's like well Sutton did call her a liar and Mm -hmm. again I just want to be like Kyle you think Erica's lying too like why are you like jumping up and screaming Sutton said that you were a liar it is seriously mean girls junior high again and it's just so weird and then Jareed's like well here's the thing though like he was unconscious for 12 hours and Erica says allegedly Allegedly. and they're all like (laughs) why they literally stopped chewing they're like what yeah and I, don't, I watched Watch What Happens Live after this. I I haven't watched Watch What Happens Live in several, several, several weeks, months. And I don't know why, because I do love watching it. But mm-hmm. anyways, um, apparently Andy says that they go into that at the reunion about her saying allegedly. Like how weird that was. But anyways, so then they're all like, what the fuck? Like, why would an attorney tell you to say unconscious? And then... She didn't even make any sense. Okay. And then I was just laughing so hard when Erica says, well, he was supposed to have ankle surgery, but I didn't want him to have it because he had TBI, which is traumatic brain injury. And I don't think it's good. It's not good to go under anesthesia. And I want to be like, excuse me, Erica, you don't think that this orthopedic fucking surgeon who is going to do surgery on your 81 year old husband understand the effects <laughs> of anesthesia and TBI, but he needed pathetic Pat the Pussinger to tell them, I don't think that's medically sound. But I hate her so much. Like, why would we believe her? Like, 
Like, that is, like, that's such a stupid lie that she's like, I had to intervene and tell them not to do that surgery. It's like, you're lying across the board. Well, I just love that she is such an asshole going on and on and on about how she's not a liar and then says, allegedly, it's like, you literally are just proving the point that you're a fucking liar. Like, like, like Dorit was stating what you stated for fact. And now you're like, allegedly, like Erica, just fuck off. They're like, wait, we're trying to help you and be on your side here and back you up. And now you already, you just threw us all under the bus. Also, I just want to make a point that um, the the pop-up picnic, like it seemed like Kathy was just like, oh, hey, do you think we could throw together a pop-up picnic? And the guy was like, sure, we can do, sure, we could make that happen for you on the beach. And then there's literally a sign on the table that says pop-up picnic. (laughs) (laughs) Not those caviar plates and like all that shit. That was actually pretty nice, actually. It was, was, but it was just funny. I was like, wait, you've said pop-up picnic. Like, Is this a company that does pop-up picnics or something? Because you've said it like four times now. And now you have a sign. Okay, you know what? We have to Google that. It might be. Um, (laughs) I did think that Dorit did have a valid point though even though she doesn't believe erica either she did say oh she thinks erica's telling the truth i don't think that drake believes that but she said but it's not all the information and that's what makes it debatable i just thought that was a fair comment uh yes so what i think is that erica is lying but erica is saying that Erica doesn't believe Erica's lying because Erica is looking at it like, well, maybe I didn't have all the facts at the time or like that's what her allegedly is. Well, I was told that. And so that's what I believe, even though she knows like she's not so dumb to not like she knows he was you're not unconscious for eight for 12 hours and nobody knows. And like there's like like a smoldering car on the side of the road and and like the whole thing is such a lie. At what point didn't Erica tell us that she found him? But she didn't because wasn't she out of town when it all happened? Like, yeah, but didn't she tell us at one I think point she did. in all yeah. her web of yes. lies that she found him? And yeah. and Dina's like thought on that was like, uh, she was on like tons of medic like pills and booze, so she probably was just woozy in her head. But I I'm not buying that. Like Erica said that on purpose. I mean, I was buying it at the time, but that Dina said that. Yeah. I think, well, I think there's probably a little bit of truth to that. I think it's also PK's point about, like, she's been, you know, with, like, a controlling, domineering guy for a long time who's telling her to keep saying these things. Mm Mm-hmm. And because I don't believe for one minute that she this is not coordinated. You don't have like the public yeah. story being that he's got dementia and Alzheimer's. Alza. Anyway, I think I mispronounced it. But um, no, you, you said it right. Um, and her saying how what a great guy he is, then no, he's an abusive asshole. Then no, he's this poor, feeble old guy. Like she's changed her story so many times that it's like, there's no reason that anybody should believe that what you're saying is not completely coordinated effort to paint like some public image of him. So he doesn't get in as much trouble. You know what that just makes me think just now makes me think maybe Tom does have no competency because this is the (laughs) worst legal strategy tom Girardi ever could have thought of like well not really because now he's living in a home right like a retirement facility and somebody's saying he's got dementia 
That's true. That's true. So he's not going like, to end up in jail. Right. And Erica gets to keep her money because we have heard that all Tom cared about, like t Tom was like saying that like everything was like to pay for Erica's life. Like, so mm -hmm. he, he knows that he's old as fuck and is going to die <laughs> or so, you know, like he's just yeah. like whatever. And he needs to make sure that Erica has money and yeah, I don't know. Um, so Garcelle arrives to Del Mar, her and Sutton talk about everything. And then they're all supposed to go to this dinner and Kathy is super duper late. And there's a whole thing. Haley. Well, okay. So what did you think of like the late antics and the purse antics? Were you entertained by them this episode? Um, it reminded me how annoying Kyle is. I think <laughs> with the being late to the, oh, I can't answer my phone. And I was totally with Kathy when she was like, well, is she your boss? Oh, hilarious. They're having a yeah. drink on the terrace. It's fine. That's like, totally true. Why did Kyle have to be so, although it is rude to be like. It's totally rude, but, and maybe it was like call time. I don't know that she was right. worried about instead yeah. of actually. Right, right. But, They're holding um, up production. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's what it was, but I don't know. Whatever, I just sort of like okay. It's, here's some, here's some housewives filler. I'm not as angry about it as I was earlier this season, but um, it's just so, housewives filler, right? It's just housewives filler. They have to have that. Um, so they get to dinner and they joke about Rena not eating bread, which was really funny <laughs> with that flashback to Kim, yeah. which was really funny i forgot she's like have some bread feel better that maybe was... you'll calm down <laughs> maybe you'll calm down i mean you know i hate kim richards but that was hilarious um anyways so then they all say how how they're feeling i'm relaxed i'm happy erica i'm fearful <laughs> i'm fearful just like ugh. Um, Kathy's like, well, I'm anxious. I can fear, feel these lingering issues going stirring on. Stirring like, the pot. Stirring the pot. Like, Kathy, what do you expect? You're on Real Housewives and Erica's, like, about to go down. Like, you can't be like, how is this happening? Whatever. It's just no, dumb. Kathy was stirring the Kathy is behind every single fight that's happened this season. If you look, every mm. fight she has started, Thomas... Um, Thomasina, Thomasina, how do you feel about this? Let's play this game. Let's all say this. She is behind every fight that's happened. She is like poked the bear and prodded it along. She totally poked that's, the bear and prodded it along. That's exactly what this was. She knows what her job is. Her job is to throw this party and get people into yeah. a fight. Right. And Kyle definitely told her stuff like background, what to do. Yeah, this is – I just – I don't like that Kathy – Again, there are so many stands of Kathy who are not going below the surface with Kathy, and it bugs me. Like, even the guest on Watch What Happens Live, like, was just like, oh, Kathy. And I'm like, it's just like a character flaw in a person for me when they're like, Kathy is the most funny. I'm like, please, though, acknowledge that this is, like, a farce. And then yeah. you can say she's funny. But anyways, go ahead. So I wanted to ask, so early in the, at the beginning of the episode, and they're like, Kyle, once again, I haven't talked to my sister. I didn't spend holidays with her. Now I'm going on a girl girl's trip with her. This trip was planned by my sister, and it's amazing. And I'm sorry. I did not buy that she thought it was amazing. I 
think there's an underlying jealousy of like my sister's going to be the star of what was once what was my vehicle the real housewives of beverly Absolutely. hills my sister my rich my richer sister is throwing this thing at the, at the whatever get girls getaway weekend i don't know i felt like there's a hundred percent there is no i'm sure there's also part of there's also probably part of her that is happy to be like getting to play with her sister again and have a good time yeah i believe that too but i also think there's like we know kyle's so competitive and jealous totally she has a love-hate relationship with kathy obviously Mm -hmm. and we're seeing glimpses of it all and i find that interesting you know Mm -hmm. um so then, like, honestly, they just, like, they get into it. And Sutton's like, I know this is a thing. Sutton's like, yeah, I called a meeting without Erica. Um, and Sutton is not going to apologize for having do- for having done that. And Sutton's like, Erica, like, I think, didn't Sutton ask her for an apology? She's like, I thought that you were scary at Kathy's dinner. And Erica just went into Erica mode. And she's like, I don't care if you think I'm scary. And then she's like, and then Erica just started acting like a child, like a five-year-old. She's like, you're small-minded. You're small-town. You're small-minded. You're small-town. It was just so stupid. And I'm like, Erica, you look so dumb. Yeah, I just hate Erica. Yeah. There's not really much to say. Then, like, Sutton says, Sutton's like, why am I being made out to be the bad guy? And Garcelle mm-hmm. chimes in and is like, yeah, everything was skewed towards Sutton. And then... um, Dorit comes after Sut- or Garcelle and Rinna jumps on and they attack Garcelle. <laughs> yeah, and then they just like attack Garcelle. I feel like they jumped her and like started banging her head into a locker. Yes. And so like honestly, I they said something interesting on Watch What Happens Live. Um, the guest was the creator of um, Dear White People, that show, which mm, I haven't yeah. watched. Um, but anyways, he said something really <laughs> poignant, I thought. And said, uh, <laughs> "What? <laughs> what? Kyle and I watched. <laughs> Kyle, your husband, Kyle. Kyle, yes, Kyle and I watched Dear White People, and I had somehow set the captions to be like, if you are a blind person, so <laughs> <laughs> so the captions would be like read to you. So the whole, so we watched." <laughs> <laughs> we watched the whole series with the show. Kyle was like, is this supposed to be like this? And I was like, yes. I was like, yeah, it's weird, but it's just like a voiceover. I was like, it's a voiceover. It's supposed to be like season the entire season and it's like a old like white man oh. radio voice that's doing the voice over every- oh my god that oh is amazing god. oh wow mm. that is something else Haley. <laughs> <laughs> I need to and like god- <laughs> eventually like we had totally oh yeah I was like no Oh, there's this thing about this show. It's really avant-garde. 
Totally. I was like, it's strange, but I think this is the way it's supposed to be. Kyle was like, Kyle fought me on it briefly, but then was like, all right. So then we watched the, for like two weeks, we watched like the whole, and then he figured it out one day. was like, after we'd watched the whole series, he was like, you changed the captions on that. I was like, I have no idea how I did that, but. Oh, yeah. hilarious. Oh, Haley, that's amazing. I, anyway, that's back, to <laughs> back to Beverly Hills. Back to Beverly Hills. I don't even remember where we are. Dear white people guy on Watch What Happens. So he was saying um, in regards to Garcelle, like her breakdown, which I actually got weepy during. And he just was like, oh, so you have to have an emotional breakdown to be heard. And I'm like, that's what I thought. Point. I was like. They're all like, oh, there you go. I was like, this is like cult behavior. Force her to break down and be vulnerable and then praise her for her vulnerability and say she's like yeah. only going to be accepted now that she's been vulnerable. And then she goes in her confessionals and is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel better right. now that I was vulnerable and they all they all see me now. I'm like, fuck off, people. Like she so is right allowed right. to have her emotions and express right. them. And you can you don't make all the other women break down and cry and say like the whole history of their life experience before you can like hear what they're saying like i don't know it was very i i did not like that at all it was very annoying like yeah so garcelle like basically cried and was like you do you know instead of being like erica where she's like you have no idea how did it all garcelle's like do any of you have any idea what it's like to walk into a room and be the only person who's different instead of being like accusatory, like Garcelle is just smoother as a person than Erica, you know, and more confident. And, um, anyways, they're all like, it was weird. Kathy goes, yes. (laughs) I was like, when? Oh, I'm the richest person in the room. Exactly. I'm like, you're the richest person. And then she's like, that's wonderful. Garcelle. That's wonderful. Or whatever she said. And I'm like, then they're all like, thank you. Then they all hug her. And, you know, they were all like. See, this is the thing about Kyle. I actually, this is the stuff that makes me sort of like Kyle. I think Kyle does think about this stuff. And she said, yeah, I didn't ever want to bring it up. But I do think, I did think about that. Yeah. And I'm sure she has. I'm sure she did think. Especially since her conversation in the um, season premiere. Yeah. They like sat down and talked to talk things out you know right but the other point that garcelle made that i was like yes exactly she was like do you does anybody think to ask how i might feel does anybody think about like Mm -hmm. do you ever think to say like how did that feel for you like no you all jump and like defend dorit or take whatever nobody thinks like how do you feel after that after being attacked and told Whatever. Nobody ever comes to Garcelle and asks how she feels. They all go and like have their little powwows after the fact and like, well, Erica, how do you feel towards Sutton? Well, Dorit, how do you feel after that with Garcelle? But nobody has a sit down with Garcelle and says, how do you feel about that? Right. Not, not one. And also like Erica, when Garcelle is like, she just, she's like, I just don't feel like I fit in. And Erica's like, but you do fit in. And Garcelle's like, but I don't always feel that. And and I have to say, like, I have not been discriminated against as black people have in mm-hmm. America. Um, but I did grow up in this, like, very small white town. I've talked about this so much on the podcast. Like, a little, and you're like, Trump Indian. Town. 
And I'm, yes, I am Indian American <laughs> for anyone who doesn't know. And, and I, uh, uh, this is something that I've shared before, but like, I, I remember so distinctly, like one day, like senior year in high school, I mentioned something about feeling different than everyone. And it's not because like, uh, I mean, actually, I was bullied by people and like people were not very nice. And I did feel like a lot of it was the color of my skin and, you know, whatever, whatever. But like, um, this was also like the 80s and the early 90s. I wasn't as vocal and I was so much younger and whatever. Anyways, um, I remember this one time this one girl said to me, like, what do you mean? You're not, we don't think of you that way. You're just deep tea. Like, we don't think of you as anything different. And I'm like. But I am like when I go home every day from school, like I go to a completely different home than you do. I eat different food than you do. My parents are completely different than yours. Like I have a completely different culture than you do. And they were just like, you know, and I remember like it wasn't, they weren't being mean. They were just like, you're like us. Like they were trying, like, you know, whatever. And I was just like, to not, And I didn't like that people didn't ask, you know, and I wasn't at this point in my life. Like I was, it was like a senior in high school. I was more comfortable with myself Mm -hmm. in this town and stuff. But I was like, I remember thinking like, why, you know, even though no one was like hurting me or anything, I still felt like, why can anybody ask me how I feel, you know? And so like, I understand what Garcelle's saying and it's like, Yep. way more significant I think for her for the way black people are treated especially like in Hollywood I mean not especially just like everywhere you know and she has every right to say that when Erica's like but you do fit in it's like you can't tell someone how they feel right yeah I agree 100% and and so anyways that's my whole diatribe and that was that. her point she was like my feelings because I feel a certain way doesn't negate how you feel. It's just right. my feelings. Like, right. They all are so emotionally, like, dumb or blind or, like, I don't, not so equate being dumb and blind, but they're emotionally, like, unable to see beyond their own selves. Like, right. it's like they don't have, either it's for the show or they truly are just, like, completely narcissistic and unable to consider that somebody else might have feelings at the same time you have feelings. Correct. <laughs> I think, I mean, I think that goes along with the types of people that get cast for these shows. Yeah. I mean, these are narcissistic people and that's, you for know, sure. like to watch yeah. them. Exist. True, true. So, so we already talked about that last scene. But, oh, I just hate it. I just have to say that I hated Rena. I hated Rena so much in that whole scene with Garcelle. I just, I hated her so much. Yeah. And then she, I just yeah, hated yeah. her. <laughs> and then she's like, see, you opened up. Yes. And then shaking her head mm-hmm, mm-hmm, when Garcelle's talking, I'm like, you are Why so are you evil. You are right. not her friend. You don't care how she feels. You are going to attack her again next week. Like Correct. you are an evil bitch. Like she is a snake. Total snake. Yeah. Um, so then they do this sound bath and Erica doesn't show up. It was funny that Kathy's going on and on about how great this is. She did it when she went to Kim Kardashian's baby shower. <laughs> and then she's like, I remember watching the scene and being like, hold up, wait, what? And then like, I'm like, we'll show this again. Wait, is that for real? I'm like, is Kathy on her side? Side? Like passed out. And then like, she was. And 
it was just it was just kind of funny. I do think that Rena was funny when she was like, "You think something's gonna happen?" And then I, I, think, I, I mean, it was just funny because I know this I did isn't too. an experience for everyone. If you can get into it, great. But like, it was very funny. I had the same thought. I was like, mm, I got to give Rona credit for that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we've all had those like, okay, I'm going to go do this like life-changing right. experience. And you're like, oh, that person's like crying and in touch with their inner child. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I didn't feel anything. Right. <laughs> totally. Um, but I, I did want to do a sound bath and followed by a wine tasting with my girlfriends. Yeah, I totally <laughs> want to do a sound bath. I was I like on a beautiful lovely. day. It looked like such a beautiful, like yeah. cool. Crisp. Cool, like, crisp, day. sunny oh, no, day. Oh, no, winter, but yeah. Well, winter yeah. in California. Winter Correct. in Southern California. Right, right, like, right. Yeah, I was like, oh, that looks glorious. Just lay there, listen to the pretty, like, sounds for a half hour, then get up, take a warm shower, dress pretty, go wine yeah. tasting. I mean, have I wonder nice if food. any of our girls' trips will ever be like that. <laughs> Who knows? I I'm mean, I feel like we always talk about it, and then we're like, mm. I'm going to be like, no, we're going on a ghost tour. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, okay. So then we already talked about like, they're basically like, oh, like the top, the news about Tom, he has a neurocognitive condition and it is um, putting him in a home. It's dementia. And then Erica goes on. She's like, what is, where is his family? Where's like, you know, why aren't his kids around? And I'm like, Oh, because you're the caring one. And like everything you said about the mothering thing, it's like all just such horseshit. She just wants her $20 million. And also um, she said, I I read this article before dinner last night. So she apparently read it in an article because she said I read this article before dinner last night. And I was like, so they all read it then. Right. And that's why, like, right after the sound bath when Rinna was like, well, apparently he's been – because she had already read the article, like – yeah, totally. Maybe Kyle hadn't because Kyle and Kathy seemed a little frazzled trying to get ready. <laughs> right, but I'm true. sure that Sutton had read it. <laughs> right, exactly. And I'm sure they all have like alerts for like Tom Girardi, Erica Jane, Erica Girardi. percent, so. yeah. I also was just irritated because she's like, Erica made this big thing. She's like, and I knew that before dinner. And I'm like, I'm sorry, Erica. I'm not giving you kudos for attending uh, your job which is being on the show, which you don't have to do, but you need the money. So you got to show up. I don't feel sorry for you. Like at all. Like that you knew all this. She is not the victim. Nope. And also when she's going on and on, I'm like, okay, once again, you idiot being like, and you know, they treat everybody terribly, terribly in those homes. And, and Tom paid for my grandmother to be in that home. I was like, oh, you mean the victims who should have, who are entitled to that money paid for your grandmother to be in the right, home? Right. And right. then when she's like, and they're putting Tom, they're going to put Tom in this home and he's going to be treated terribly. And like, what about this man? Who's going to care for him? And I'm like, what about all the people he took advantage of? He's lucky he's not in jail. He should be thanking God every day that he is not in fucking jail cell and that he gets to live in an old folks home. Probably a nice old folks home. Right. Meanwhile, this guy is going to be in pain for the rest of his life because his whole skin burned off his body. And they've had to like 
but and his girlfriend burned up in flames but yes do tell me how poor 80 something year old man with dementia shouldn't get to live in a home like he has fucking dementia if he truly has dementia he doesn't know anyway i mean yes my grandmother had dementia at the end and it was really sad to see her in in a home and she had and we had family going and visiting her every day and being on top of it and it's still sad Erica, she cannot equate the two, not with what's at stake here, not with what Tom has done. Nope. Um, and I do want to say one last tidbit from Saturday, uh, Saturday Night Live. What am I saying? From Watch What Happens Live <laughs> is that um, Sutton said that she was asked the question, who's the most scared of Erica? Oh, Sutton was opinion. on Watch What Happens? Yeah. And uh, she said Kyle. She thinks Kyle is the most scared of Erica. Just mm, interesting because was- remember when Kyle said uh, in last episode or the episode before, uh, Erica's bark is worse than her bite. Like Sutton doesn't. I understand that was upsetting for Sutton, but she doesn't really have anything to be. She shouldn't oh, really be scared right. of her. Mm, interesting. Yeah, I don't feel like Kyle's scared of. I actually don't feel like Kyle's scared of Erica. I do. I feel like Kyle's trying to play the like play both play both sides or whatever we'll see though in the reunion you know i'm not a reunion watcher but i cannot wait for this one oh because... yeah you're not and you have to watch oh i will for sure i yeah. will because i'm just curious how dorit and kyle are gonna handle because of all the people like there's a couple things that like sutton could have been a little was a little more forceful to kyle but in general she said most of the things to erica's face yeah and oh it's oh i cannot wait those, okay, so since next episode isn't the season finale, the one after that absolutely has to be. So hopefully it'll come up soon. So thank you, Haley, for doing this special Beverly Hills episode with me. I do appreciate it. And I will My pleasure. see you on the podcast in just a few days for the next episode of Salt Lake City. And have so much fun in Salt Lake City with Larkin. I will. I and will. oh my God, maybe you need to go to Meredith Brooks' store. Maybe. Um, we just have Saturday, but yeah, we could. Or maybe you could that. get a, a little nip and a tuck at Heather's place. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if they could squeeze us in at the last minute. Right. Yeah, I, I actually need that. Oh, I look so oh, don't beaten down these days. Oh, geez. Well, well, you know, we'll end on that fine note. <laughs> 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 All right, Haley, have fun. Okay, thanks All for right, listening, bye. everyone. Bye. bye.